Now for the top three missed questions for the musculoskeletal section. So question number one, which teaching should the nurse provide for a patient who is prescribed calcium carbonate for the new diagnosis of osteoporosis? Select all that apply. Okay, so let's break this down. This question's asking for which teaching should the nurse provide for the key term calcium carbonate. So before looking at the options, we're just thinking two things that we know about calcium carbonate. So we take calcium in 500 milligram dose maximum. And calcium causes constipation. So just think high cal means a hard bowel. We don't stop taking this calcium. We just drink more fluids and a little bit more ambulation. So option number one, always take calcium carbonate in divided doses, less than 500 milligrams per dose. So yes, the max dose is under 500 milligrams at one time. Now option number two, take calcium carbonate two hours before or after meals. No, we take this calcium with the meals. Now option number three, stop taking calcium carbonate if constipation develops. Now guys, we continue to take this medication since constipation is expected. Again, we just increase fluids, fiber, and a little bit of walking. Now option four, schedule weekly blood draws to monitor serum calcium levels. No, calcium is not toxic, so it doesn't require frequent lab monitoring. And lastly, continue taking vitamin D supplements while taking calcium carbonate. Yes, both vitamin D and magnesium help with the absorption of calcium. Now, question number two, which teaching should the nurse include for a patient newly prescribed allopurinol for the treatment of gout? Select all that apply, our favorite questions. Okay, so let's break this down. This question's asking for teaching the nurse should include for allopurinol, that key term there. So before looking at the options, just think of the two things you know about allopurinol. So let the name help you. Allopurinol, the P, is for prevention of gout. Again, not for acute attacks. And then rash all over for allopurinol. This is very deadly. So option number one, we report the development of any new rash to your provider immediately. Yes, allopurinol for the rash all over. This is very deadly. Now, option two, we take allopurinol at the first sign of acute attack. No, colchizine is what we take for the acute attack. And remember, allopurinol, the P, is for prevention. Now, option three, you may continue to treat pain associated with acute attacks with ibuprofen. Yes, a few quiz banks mention this. So, pain with gout, we take the NSAIDs like ibuprofen, naproxen, and even ketorolac. Allopurinol is not for pain, it's for the reduction of uric acid with the gout. Now option four, report any symptoms of nausea to your provider immediately. Well, no, not for gout drugs. And lastly, option five, allopurinol helps prevent the buildup of uric acid, which leads to acute attacks. So yes, this one's a little bit tricky, but it's correct. So let the option help you here. The key word is prevent the buildups. So remember, allopurinol, P for prevention. Now, the last question here is, when providing education to a patient who is newly prescribed cyclobenzaprine, which instructions should be included? Select all that apply. Okay, so let's break this down. 
This question's asking for education to provide for newly prescribed cyclobenzaprine, the key term there. So before looking at the options, just think of two things you know about the drug. So cycloben, just think cycloback. It's a muscle relaxer that makes everything low and slow. So any muscle relaxers, we avoid alcohol and we do not stop abruptly. So option number one, notify the provider of temperature greater than 99.5. No, this is incorrect. This is typically for immunosuppressants that can lead to infections. So be careful with sound-alike names. Psychobenzaprine is not clozapine, that psych drug that zaps WBCs, leading to infection. Now, option two, report any drowsiness to the provider. No, this is to be expected as a side effect for all muscle relaxers. So no need to report the drowsiness. Now, option three is correct. We do not stop taking this medication abruptly. Yes, we never stop abruptly. Now, this goes for any muscle relaxant. And it also goes for steroids, too, and really anything that can cause a rebound effect. Now, option four, limit wine consumption to three to four glasses per day while taking this medication. Technically, this one's a little bit tricky, so it's incorrect. Guys, we want to avoid all the wine here. And three to four glasses is pretty excessive, too. Well, probably not if you're a nursing student. Wink, wink. Now, option five is we avoid taking ibuprofen while taking this medication. No, this is incorrect. So there's no need to avoid NSAIDs in this case. Even though NSAIDs are not good for the entire body, in the case of muscles and bones, it's actually recommended. All right, guys, that wraps it up for this segment. Don't forget to take your quiz and download the study guides.